Hello and welcome to the Adventures in Marketing podcast. If you're back after previous episodes, thank you for sticking with me. If you're checking this out for the first time, I hope you find some great takeaways from today's episode and I hope you'll be back. It is August 18th when I'm recording this, which means we are right in the middle of all the back to school promos and ideas and the stores are filled with all of those lovely lovely office supply things that I just can't ever get enough of. It's got pens and notebooks and markers and sticky notes and all the fun stuff. But for a lot of business owners, especially the people that I work with, it also means their kids are going back to school, which means they have adjusted to their kids being out of school. Now the kids are going back into school and they're either readjusting or their kids are just at that age where they're going to school for the first time and they have to navigate this new freedom they have to work on their business and do other things while their kids are in school. What I wanted to focus on for this episode is just managing your business when your kids go back to school because it's such a change or it can be such a change. I wanted to really talk about what that looked like and the ways to maximize your time. And the very first thing I'm going to say is that I hope that when your kids go back to school, you take at least a week off of feeling like you have to dive in to work because burnout is no fun. I want you to have some fun stuff just for you. Take yourself to the movies, go to your favorite park, make something that you love that your kids don't like. Whatever that is, I really want you to take some time before you start diving into your business. I want you to take some time just for you to enjoy the quiet, to enjoy being able to do something that you want to do with nobody in your way. So once you get past that, let's say week two, like let's take week one and just going to chill. And then once you get into week two, then you can start working on your business because you'll come in and you'll be a little bit more refreshed. You will have a little bit of a routine down because you'll have a week under your belt. And hopefully you won't feel so pressured that the only thing you can do is work because that's not what I want for you. I want you to find that juggle piece between kid life and business life and home life and all the other stuff you've got going on. After you take that week, one of the things I want you to realize is you're not going to have as much time as you think you have. This is something that I've heard from many clients especially when their kids go to school for the first time, they feel like they have this five or four or three or however many long hours that window is. But in reality, there's drive time and pickup time and adjustment time coming back home. So the first thing I want you to realize is that you're not going to have as much time as you think. And that's okay because you can work with that. You just need to be aware of if your kid is in school for three hours, you're not actually going to have a solid three hours to work if you're also doing the pickup and the drop off. Once you realize that, let's figure out what you, how much time you actually have and what is reasonable for you to work on during that time so that you're not feeling overwhelmed. One of the really great ways to do that is to set a to-do list and a task list and goals for the time that you are alone and you have time to work on your business. I'm a big fan of the Pomodoro method. If you don't know what that is, it basically just means working on a task with no distractions for 20 minutes and then taking a break. And it can sound really counterintuitive to to work on something for just for 20 minutes and then take a break. But what happens is when you are that focused and you know you are under that timer of 20 minutes, you'll be amazed at how much you can get done. It is also really good for, or it can be really good, it works for me at least, for writer's block because you have to write for 20 minutes 
And it doesn't matter what it is. You just have to write and fill up that 20 minute block. And so you end up being less stressed about the perfect form or the perfect words and more focused on just getting it out. And for so much of us, when it comes to working on our business, many of the things that we need to do, it just needs to get out of our head and out onto paper or into your computer so that you can either hand it off or so that you can work on it in a more organized way. So I'm a big fan of the Pomodoro method. If you've never heard of it, um, it's really, really helpful. But when you have tasks, what I do is I number them. So not only do I write a task list, I number the order that I want to work on. And I do it in a time when I am not stressed and overwhelmed and feeling pressure. So I actually do all of this every night before I go to bed. I write my task list for the next day and then I number it in order of importance. Because what happens is no matter how many times I get interrupted or I have to stop and start or I get stuck, I always know the next thing that I'm working on. And it just takes one level of organization off of my active brain, I guess, and onto the paper so that I don't have to think about it. So I really recommend figuring out how much time you have and then doing the task list and doing them in order. So if the first thing you need to do is schedule social media posts, do that, even if something else seems shinier in the moment, because you know that that is more important. Another thing that can be really, really helpful is to look at your kid's school schedule and look at your work tasks and figure out when you'll be able to work period. Because there will be some days and times either because there's early pickup or a late start or there's a field trip or a parent-teacher conference or something where the work that you think you're going to be able to do isn't going to be able to happen because you have other commitments. So knowing what's coming on your calendar is incredibly helpful. So grab that calendar that your kid's school put out. Mark down first all of the days that you need to be at school or pick up early, pick up late, whatever it is, in-service days, holidays, weeks off, whatever that is, schedule that all on your calendar now so that when you are planning your, your work schedule in two weeks or in two months, you'll know what your days of availability are and you know what you can work on it that's reasonable. Because everything that we're doing, everything that I'm talking about today is really trying to take the overwhelm of feeling stressed and pressured to do all of these things. Because in reality, when you own your own business, you don't have an eight hour chunk in an office to work. You just don't for most of us, especially when you have little kids, especially when you're dealing with school stuff. So if you don't have that childcare, somebody else doing your pickup and drop off, all of those things, it's really helpful to know everything that's coming at you so that you can plan for it instead of reacting to it. If you've ever heard or read that example of somebody taking a big jar and putting the big rocks in it and then putting smaller rocks and then filling the sand. And the idea is that the big rocks are the really important things. And then the sand is all the the little stuff. And if you put the sand in first, obviously there's no room for the rocks. So the big important stuff has to come first. So when we're talking about when you have time to work on your business, the schedule that you have are the boulders you have to work around. And that's fine. You just need to know where they are. So when we're talking about working on your business when your kids are going back to school and you're adjusting to that schedule, planning is so, so important. If you can plan meals, plan your work schedule, plan lunches, whatever you can do to take shortcuts and to make it easier for you will make your life so much smoother. And then, of course, you have to execute it. So when you have work time and if you know that your work time is limited, then your work time needs to be focused on work time. And That might mean 
putting your phone on the other side of the room. It might mean turning off your ringer. It might mean promising yourself and pinky swearing to yourself that you are not going to check your email or that you're not going to get on social media for five minutes just to check something because those are all time sucks that can pull you away from the task list that you need to work on. I personally check my email twice a day. If it's an emergency, my phone number is in my email so somebody can reach me that way. But I can't get caught up in constantly checking my email twice a day is fine. If you don't get a lot of email through your business, then once a day is fine, which means if you find yourself going back to check your email, you're procrastinating. So look for those times and those ways that you procrastinate that are specific to you and be aware of those. Because once you're aware of them, then you can catch yourself. If you're not aware of them, you're just doing them and then your time is gone and you don't know what happened. And review. Review what is working for you and what's not. For example, some people, if they drop their kids off and then they go home to work, that works great for them. For others, they get home and they feel like they have to do all the housework and they feel like they just get pulled in different directions. So they go to a coffee shop to work or they get a co-working desk and they do it that way. Whatever works for you is going to be the best solution. Just because it works for somebody else, somebody might hate working in a coffee shop but might love working at home. So whatever works for you, do that. And actually, that's a really good plan in general. If it works for you, do more of that. Make yourself available to more things that work for you instead of trying to do what everybody else says you're supposed to be doing. And remember that just because it works this week or this month doesn't mean it's going to work next week or next month, especially as we start getting into the holidays, which I know is nuts to talk about right now because it's still sunny out, it's hot outside, it's August. Why am I talking about the holidays? It's because they come so fast. And once they start to come, all of those other family commitments that you have, and if your business really kicks up during the holidays, then you have even more stuff to worry about. So just because something works now, be prepared to change it and adjust it as needed to stop that overwhelm and be aware of when it's not working. So if you're finding yourself being really frustrated and being more overwhelmed than usual, then go back to what you're working on and make sure that the ways that you're working are still working for you the way you are now. Something that worked last spring may not work this fall, for example. I have always homeschooled my kids, um, and I guess I have an 18-year-old now, so I guess I'm just homeschooling one now, which is intense. But I remember when my kids were little, and I remember trying to do coding for a website, and my five-year-old banging on the door, (laughs) screaming. And that was my work life all the time. And I remember coding while I had a kid in my lap. I remember answering emails while nursing, which is just to say, I know that when you're a mom and you run a business and you have kids, it's tough. But as they get older, it gets easier. Your challenges become different. You might be more driver than chef at some point, but it does get easier and it changes. And that's why I don't want you to get stuck into a rut of only being able to work in one way and at one time. Because as your kids age, as your business grows, this is all going to change. So be aware of what's working and what's not. And be prepared to, to say this isn't working and find a different way. And remember that you've got this. You can do this. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to find me online, you can find me at GwenMontoya.com. You can also find me on Pinterest and Instagram at GMontoyaPDX. I hope to see you there. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love a review.